This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ellsworth Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. Yeah, that's right. We're back. It took a week off, but we are back right on the cusp of con season. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Joel and I will be at cons, though interestingly enough, not the same cons. Yeah, unfortunate. Maybe next year. Every year I think about, like, oh, you know, I'm going to save up for New York. And then you, this year they came and they're like, hey, we paid for one of the days of your hotel. And I'm like, well, all right. I guess I know where I'm going. Then. That's the, that is the answer. Like, if they pay for you to go, you go. You, and, mm-hmm. Because that is a, that is a, that is a sweet plum. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not, not everyone, everyone gets it. Not everybody gets it. Not every con offers it. So you got to, you got to take what you can get when you can get it. And I didn't even think I did a good job last year at this one, but apparently I did good enough. Oh, you don't want to you don't want to admit that. Just let them, you know. Yeah, really. No, I did you. great. I'm always great. Exactly, exactly. Or at the very least, you know, I think maybe the con made me seem more great. I don't know. Something complimentary. That's what you mm-hmm. gotta do. Um, but so we're going to talk about the Joker movie, but more specifically about like the fallout from the Joker movie. Cause, like, yes, and what a fallout it's been. It, well, and like Warner Brothers is going to like – is going to take a lot of cues from this movie because like oh yeah we're already getting oscar buzz about this movie we're already getting like major uh just buzz in general about this but movie. we also don't want the press to see it because they don't want you to see it and man is warner brothers and especially the director leaning into this very late 90s it's the movie they don't want you to see right like okay well i have a feeling everyone's gonna go see it i have a feeling it's gonna get like some attention and oh, then yeah. you know it'll be a very very weak second week end um right yeah that'll be interesting to see does it have any competition in the second week i know i, I don't remember there, there being anything but you know no. th- there has been some weird like uh toss-ups this year in movies like downton abbey apparently completely ate that last rambo movie's lunch hilariously yes, completely uh i will say uh i think terminator comes out the week or so after or no um right at the end of the month like for, i think like the first week in november so it's like there's there's very little. I mean, like Terminator isn't much no. competition, but that's the movie uh, I think that that would be trying to get into. It. Mm. What's um, that new Terminator called? Dark History, Dark Genesis, Fate. Dark Fate. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's what they got in the random generator, Dark Fate. That's what that's what Cameron th- put it through the through the meat grinder, I guess. But mm. uh, yeah, but anyway, so uh, because jo- because Warner Brothers learns their lessons from the previous movie, you know, they're like, okay, Always. so people like gritty, real Batman. Uh, let's get the guy who made that that movie, the guy who adapted that movie, and the guy who made the other superhero movie that worked for us, and we'll make Superman, dark, gritty, miserable Superman. And yep. uh, how about we just keep going with that? And it's like until something proves us wrong. And just, oh. People like that Wonder Woman because it was hopeful. Make Aquaman like that and make Shazam like that. Oh, well, that Shazam underperformed. Hey, let's forget about shared continuity altogether and just do a <laughs> bunch of like uh, independent on their own movies. We don't know. That's literally Warner Brothers MO. So when Joker does really well for its opening weekend and when Joker like is at least nominated for something, yeah. uh, they will 
definitely be like, let's do that. Like, throw away whatever the hell Margot Robbie's doing. She gets to do whatever she wants. As long as she wants to work mm. here, she does whatever she wants. Untouchable, in a bubble, doesn't have any bearing on what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so, invariably, the, the lessons they will learn is, one, they need to be period pieces. Two, they mm. have to be, uh, like, either grounded yeah, they have to be grounded in some way, some kind of like realistic fashion. And, right, right. And three villains, baby. It's all about the villains. All villains, all the time. Warner Brothers, we've had terrible luck with heroes. Our, our researchers <laughs> said people don't want heroes; people want villains. And I guess it's a good thing DC has some of the best, most recognizable villains. Right, exactly. Uh, because I would not go see most Marvel movie villains. Um, you mean you wouldn't see Modok? Yeah, I will watch the Modok cartoon if it's actually still going to happen. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot there was a whole bunch of Hulu cartoons. That's right. We're still getting. I, I think we're still getting Howard the Duck from Kevin Smith. It's going to be yeah it's going to be a crazy time but we're focusing more on like after in the wake of joker if they learn this lesson which i don't think is a lesson to learn but like if they <laughs> follow this 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 formula who's next who are they going to pick and more accurately or more hopefully who should they pick and how should they right. go about it um, so that's the topic for today. Before we get into it, I want to say that this episode is brought to you by viewers like you. That's right, the audience at large. You guys who are watching the show live, you support the show by using the Super Chats. If you use a Super Chat, you have a question, comment, you can attach it to your Super Chat, send us that Super Chat, and we will air, uh, rate, like read it here on the show. Um, that's our little quid pro quo there. And uh, that's really what supports the show in the in the main format, because we also have ad revenue, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's pennies on the dollar. Uh, yeah. So we're going to do that. Uh, also, we want to say at the top of the show, because we mentioned uh, the fact that we're going to be at cons, Joel, you should tell them what con you're going to be at, and then we'll talk yes. about New York Comic Con. Go ahead. Uh, yes, I'm going to be at the London, Ontario Comic Con. I know it's confusing because MCN London is going on literally at the same time. And last year I had a bunch of British fans being like, hey, Joel, I'd love to buy you a pint. Well, I'm an ocean away, so... <laughs> Yeah. Might, might have to Venmo me that one. But yeah, London, Ontario, second year there. I got a panel on the Saturday. I'm going to be talking about the proliferation of comic book movies, how they took over Hollywood. That was a lot of fun to write, but also a heck of a pain in the neck to condense literally decades worth of comic book movie history into an hour. Yeah, that's going to be uh, tough. Then, <laughs> it is. Let's see if I do it. I will be filming that. You can watch that one later if you can't make it in person. I'm pretty sure tickets are still available, actually. It's this coming Saturday and Sunday. Also, too, uh, on the Sunday, I'm going to be hosting a Q&A with uh, Tom Grumpet, Grumpet, uh, the guy who... Grummet, of course, who you see, I'm thinking Wallace and Gromit. That's my problem. I got to get that out of my system right quick. Mm -hmm. uh, you know him as the guy who drew the very famous Death of Superman cover. I get to talk about uh, talk with him a little bit. That's going to be fun, too. And there you go. So if you're a Canadian and you're not going to New York or England, <laughs> you should go yeah. visit, uh, visit Joel at the London Comic Con in Ontario. Please uh, do. I know, uh, what is it, our friend and fan Tom is going to be there, and he promised to bring a bunch of people, so I'm not playing to an empty room. Thanks, Tom. Good, I hope so. Uh, if you are going to be at New York Comic Con this year, you will be seeing me, and if you see me, you'll probably be seeing the rest of the Comic Pop crew. More specifically, if you come on Friday, you got to go to the Valiant Comics booth at six. That's sixteen thirty. It's across three from. It's across the alley from the Chevy booth, and the image booth i think i don't remember but it's you can find it on our instagram instagram.com slash compop official there's a little picture of a map but uh friday valiant comics booth booth 1635 
um, from 1 to 2 p.m. We're going to be selling posters. We're going to be selling never-before-seen stickers. We're going to be selling uh, little mini posters, and we're going to be signing them and taking selfies and hanging out with you. So definitely hang out for us with us for about an hour over there. Uh, Saturday, we're going to meet up with you as a like more informal meet-and-greet. Ethan will not be there because he's busy. Um, but we will all be there. We're not going to sell anything at, on the Saturday one uh, at the DC Wing. That's like DC Comics has this like whole section. We're going to meet you there by the doors. Uh, the time is to be determined, but we'll let you know. And if you follow the community tab here on the channel, or if you follow us on Twitter, at Sal Says What, if you check the Instagram, at Official, all and on the Discord, uh, you will definitely have the updates. There'll be no excuse yeah. <laughs> for not knowing. You can check them. You don't need to log in any of these things to know what the, what's going on. Uh, so yeah, uh, from there uh, we want to jump into the, the topic. Let's do it. Um, mm -hmm. So best. So so the the, the Batman villains. Uh, I don't want to limit it to just Batman villains, but I feel like it's going to be pretty much that because like I, I mean they're too perfect. They're all so wonderfully three dimensional on their own, and so regularly consider themselves to be the heroes of their own story. And that's the thing. It's got to be compelling. It can't just be like cynically assuming who they're going to try and make next. It's more like who would actually make for a movie at the very least. Like who's a, who's a character that they that kind of writes itself a movie that they can be like, Oh, do this fast track it, get it out. And they don't have to like invent a lot of bullshit. Get into a pre-existing film like Joker is so clearly just Scorsese's King of Comedy and also a little taxi driver in there too. Yeah. It feels very much like uh like, like someone else's movie. Uh, that they change the names of. Uh, so, hopefully, we're not like. Did I lose you? Oh no, you're still there. Yep, you're you're still there. E on my end right now. Okay. That's weird. Okay, I think it stopped. I think it's good it now. Yeah. It. Uh. It. Yeah. Nothing happened here uh, on our end. But. Uh, oh. Yeah. Roll with it. I guess. So. Yeah, who who would they pick? Who who not not uh, not only who should they pick, but for you, who would be next? Let's say it does well. Who's next? Right. I think the easy layup is obviously Two Face. Make it a gritty legal drama about a guy <laughs> who grew up in the rough end of Gotham. And, ooh, he saw criminals succeed all the time, and that made him angry. And he had an abusive father, and he had to push down all these feelings until it ended up one day manifesting as a mental illness. Right. I think you could basically do the entire origin of Harvey Dent all the way up to and including Batman if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. I'm, obviously, Batman's not going to be in this Joker movie. No, 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 no. So the question is, are they going to go self-contained and make it mm. like, no, it's hard. It's it, we're gonna we're not even going to call it Two Face. It's called Dent. Yeah, and, just Dent. Absolutely, that's what they would do with it. And uh, and it, and as you know, maybe Bruce Wayne's in it, and like we allude to him having a double life. We never see Batman. They never talk about Batman. It's just about this character, not set in the Joker universe. It's its own universe. Mm -hmm. Um, that's funny. Yeah, Harvey Dent is. I mean, like, you could do a Batman movie about Harvey Dent's origins. And oh, yeah. Indeed, they did. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like Dent needs a Batman in it in order to make it compelling. I I like Harvey Dent as a character. I would watch uh, his story. I don't know if I would see it as a cash grab, but... Yeah, I, could... I, I was going to say, you could easily just do that two-part Batman the Animated Series episode, excise the parts with Batman, and that's basically <laughs> just a gangland movie right there. Right? Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the, that that uh, I would not have gone Two-Face right off the bat, but it is like, I think out of, if you tick, pick top three most recognizable Batman villains, they'd probably say, oh, Two-Face has to be in there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely. 
and he's been in other movies too. He's been in at least two other Batman movies, so that certainly helps his name cachet. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I I submit. Um, I think a Bane movie would be something they would make. I think that Warner Brothers would be afraid of it, most mostly because of how like they just did Bane, just did him like about eight years ago or whatever. But uh, you know, and, and I think they'd want to fast track it so that they wouldn't like just get past the voice and the and the joke that Bane has become. Right. But like it'd be the, a gritty prison drama. I take it. It's literally just a movie that is Bane, where it's like there's this prison island. This boy was b- born on it. We watch him ro- like ro- grow and you know get, get kicked down by his environment. He sees the city across the ocean that he desperately wants to go to and be at and control and. He's 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 just ingrained with this like deep seated resentment of the outside world and of the of his own conditions and like and basically he just he he trains himself and then of course it's an addiction story about him getting hooked on a drug that like it, you know right. we could we don't even have to we could call it venom but like we're not gonna make it like over the top where he's not gonna become a, a huge hulking beast it'll be more like it's a steroid and he uses it right. and, and 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 it'll like make the audience feel weird because like we are almost happy that he gets strong enough to like kick the crap out of his tormentors but at the same but time at what cost exactly we know who bane is and what he's gonna become and you know we probably won't see we probably wouldn't see his mask but we would see the logo that his mask is on the venom products Right, or it's graffiti in the prison wall there. It's like, oh, they're calling you a champion. You are a bane to all mankind, <laughs> to all that is good. Oh, completely. Yeah, no. Bane... Because Bane doesn't have a name, is the, but then again, the Joker doesn't have a name either, and they gave him one. Oh, and the they movie. will give Bane a name. It's just... But I think that a Bane movie also is quick. Like, it's a quick, easy buck. He's recognizable. He's, like, not iconic. But, I mean, he he has become iconic. I wouldn't call him more iconic than, like, Riddler, but at the mm. same time, I think he's, like recognizable to the point of being probably referred to as iconic um, and you could just film it in a prison so that's super easy to film too. that's the thing and you could you could get like and you know what we'll stunt direct it get the guy who did uh god that move the you know the movie um where it's like all in one building <laughs> oh the raid guy the raid yeah what's that Second again, weird. There you are. Okay. Yep. Classic. I, I, I can still hear you. Good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Get the guy from the raid. Did you drop out again? Creaking cool. Discord, man. Fantastic. I tell you. Solid show. It fixed itself last time. Yep. Not this time. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I think Bane would be fine. You could do that movie. Um. And then, like, and then it gets dicey because, like, a lot of these villains they have a cool trick and they have a cool background, but is it a whole story? Is it a whole movie? You have to kind of mm. invent some stuff, um, like Poison Ivy. Oh yeah, again, that's another really easy layup, especially in an era where we fear global warming and the destruction of the planet when the Brazilian rainforests are on fire. Here's the thing about Bane, Two Face, and Poison Ivy: I'm way more ready to feel sympathetic for those characters than I am for the Joker. <laughs> exactly. No, you understand where Poison Ivy's coming from, maybe, um, and and it's just she just goes a little too far, you know. Yeah, it starts out with the best of intentions, and then it's like, oh, you're literally killing people now. And that's the thing with, um, with Poison Ivy, you could go kind of like real with it and make mm. it about this eco terrorist or about this person who's, you know, who just takes uh, her cause too far. 
or you could go full body horror the fly with it and be like, yeah, no, you could. It's this it's this person who had this cause, and then she got transformed into a friggin' plant woman, and now she's, like, <laughs> you know, and, and you keep it really simple and really focused, you know, like like the fly, where like the fly takes place in a room with three people, like that's it, you know. Um, with Poison Ivy too, you're justified in making it a making it like a sexy thriller, like all those Michael Douglas movies from the <laughs> early '80s, where she's trying to like you know seduce a big polluter and everything, so she can murder him later. Oh, dude, you do you do both, right? Okay, so you make it like like single white female or Basic Instinct or something like that, but then you go species with it, Ooh. where she like she discovers she has plant based powers and she's like, I'll kill him with my plant powers, and it becomes a horror movie. This is so easy. I love it. Right? Like, and they're like, "Okay, that's done. We just ca- we cast anyone, and we're moving, and we move on." Um, and and but then it gets, and and I think each one is great because it allows them to go in a different genre. Like Joker, it's a gritty crime story that's also mostly a character analysis of like a person who's like becoming unhinged and falling apart, and it's a it's yeah. a critique on it's a critique on American society and about like society how we exactly. Uh, with with Poison Ivy, it's about you know it's it's about the it's 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 technically about the environment, but it's really more like a Cronenberg horror movie. Mm. Um, you got Bane, which is more of like a like a straight up like I don't know. It's almost like an action movie, but like sad. <laughs> it's a prison drama. It's ironically much like that Tom Hardy movie Bronson was, which is also about him hanging out in prison. Yeah, there you go. I wouldn't get Tom Hardy again, but I would definitely no. use it as a template. So there you go. Um, and then you move, and then and then you go into the other weirder places. The only one that I can't really think of as a good one is unfortunately Riddler. I I can't for the life of me come up with a really good like movie for Riddler outside of like Riddler outside of it being like the animated series version where it's like, okay, it's this guy. He's smarter than like, he's smarter than everybody else in the room. And he, Mm. and and he thinks that emboldens him and gives him like license to be an asshole. Um, It's hard to make him a protagonist. Is it? Unless you want to make it like the social network. Like he makes a riddle app. (laughs) And like, maybe he has a friend and you're actually supposed to like sympathize more with the friend, but like Riddler just, Ooh, he just has to be smart and just has to prove his own worth. And this like torpedoes his friendship. That's the thing you could de- like the, the trick would be to make it about someone else. And you're looking at the Riddler from another perspective, because I don't think oh, the other problem, of course, is when you do that, suddenly people are like, Oh, we can do Riddler stories again. Cause I don't know what to do with Riddler. And it's really hard to write for him. Now we can bring out this character. This is this character generated by the movies. And now they're in the comics forever. Like, you you could tweak Riddler's origin or at the very least Riddler's character to be like okay it's just about him. it's about this but basically that would be the most cynical one to make because it's literally like grab grab any script about like a super genius asshole and oh we we got all these Sherlock Holmes movies we're sitting on because people are still having the BBC Sherlock in right. their mind let's retrofit one of these well it's like grab a Sherlock Holmes script where Sherlock Holmes is the bad guy yeah and then just change the names done okay. <laughs> easy i'm surprised we haven't said mr freeze yet because i think you could also make that a really weepy oscar drama about this scientist who wanted to change the world and cure a disease but his wife got sick and now she's you know in cryostasis and the big evil pharma companies that want to shut him down man (laughs) make it like john q but with an ice man right yeah i think you could do that I, i think you can get away with a freeze movie again i think by freeze you're the the audience is gonna go okay you, too much. I'm, I'm not going to any more of your freaking villain movies. <laughs> but uh, but Freeze could work. And Freeze would be like, fr- Freeze feels like a parody trailer. It's just like. It really you know, does. I, I, 
I would see it, but it would also be like, oh, come on. Like, just just steal all the dialogue for the cartoon for the trailer. To never feel a hot wind on your face or a warm hand to hold your... Oh, yes, I'd kill for that. <laughs> Christoph Waltz is free. And then you just... And you end it with Nora. You don't even... Like, you don't have it be like, he's this guy who's railing it. No. Yeah, and, like, he's fighting against this disease, she's with him 100%, and then at the end, she gets the disease, and he's like, I, and basically you find, it's like they're fighting cancer, right? And then yeah. And it's this whole, like, movie, you make it, maybe, maybe you make it, like, a period piece, so it's like, you know, cancer research is way behind, but, like, you know, mm. you, you do that kind of idea where it's, like, research is, is far behind what it is modernly, and so, like, you go, okay, He's trying to solve this problem. He's trying to solve this disease. But as he's going forward, he realizes, he, like, his optimism turns to, 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 to like, colder and, and more distant because he's realizing, like, it, it, I've, I've, tried to, I've tried to help hundreds of people and they all die. It's, it is, it is, like, he, he weeps for them, he feels for them, and then it gets personal because Nora then becomes susceptible like she has this disease as well right. and then it's like ah and then he and then it, it like it, it his his like cynicism and apathy turn into like fanaticism where he's like okay now i've got it's not not only do i have to like redouble my efforts on my life's pursuit but i also have to like break every law break every code that i've ever right. upheld and believed in and and go insane and do and and fix this and then ultimately he's like i can't there's nothing i can do i'm i'll freeze you Naturally. Yeah, again, see, it's an easy layup medical drama. <laughs> That's true. I, it, it, it's like Lorenzo's oil meets, again, like John Q. You tie them together. Mm -hmm. um, before we move on to the next villain, I wanted to get to the Super Chats because there's a lot of people who are, are participating in this episode. Cool. Um, J. Joseph Frazier says, I know this is off topic, so let's start with the off topic question. All right. Uh, but have you two ever noticed... And whenever DC wants to wants uh, to character assassinate a hero, they give it to Lodell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he he's an easy target, and he's like he's he's a hired gun. Very easy. He he's happy to work for the company. He's happy to do jobs like this. He's used to doing it. Uh, Lodell's not a not a hard hatchet man to believe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I don't know if he does it every time. He didn't write Heroes in Crisis. I'll tell you that. Uh, Mr. Roboto says Solomon Grundy crime and punishment rise in rise in the end. Yeah, like Solomon Grundy shows up at the end of the movie, or like rises from the grave. <sighs> I don't know if I want to see a Solomon Grundy movie. Is that a zombie movie, or is that like just a like is a Solomon Grundy movie a horror movie, or is it I don't know. Like, do you go full horror with it? Do you go do do go full supernatural with Solomon Grundy? And we're not working. A little bit of that. There you are. Okay, you're back. Just waiting for it to get it. Sh okay, am I cool? You are back. Okay, wonderful. Yes, yeah, sorry. What what was the lead up to that? It was this Solomon. What what do you do with Solomon Grundy? Do you make him a supernatural villain? Do you make it a like? Was is that what like? Do you go? Do you go like spooky supernatural with Solomon Grundy, mm. or do you make it like a like a science fiction type thing? Ooh, you could go a lot of ways on that. You could have it be like an urban legend thing. Like, yes, there was a gangster named Cyrus Gold who died and was thrown in the, uh, what is it, the suicide swamps or whatever the right. hell it is. Right, I don't recall what it's called. And now there is indeed someone dressing up and running around as Grundy, but you leave it open-ended where it's like, oh, is that really a ghost or is this just another crime figure trying to use the legend of Solomon Grundy? Very Scooby-Doo. We just Scooby-Doo <laughs> the shit out of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just wanted those doubloons at the bottom of the swamp. Right. 
Yeah, all right. I'll take that. I wouldn't watch it, but I hear what you're saying. No. Uh, Carlos Arjon says uh, Doctor Doom could easily have a movie. They, I mean, like he's almost had a movie a couple times. Yes. He also follows up by saying Matthew Vaughn should do the should do the Doctor Doom movie. Mm. Um, do you agree? Because like everybody's been talking about this Doctor Doom movie, and everyone's like, "Oh, Doctor Doom would be amazing." I couldn't care less about a Doctor Doom movie. To be perfectly honest mm. with you, like I, I find Doom to be a fun villain. Oh yeah, and that's it. Like his his connection to people and to his mother and all that stuff. That's all very fun surface level, like material that makes him like fun, sympathetic and interesting villain for the fantastic four. Yeah. Not so much a character I want to watch. Mm, again, I still think you could do, I mean, if Joker takes off, don't be shocked if they consider to do a doom movie. I think a doom movie is just sitting like, I think oh, I'm because, sure. because of the hype around the movie, because of the hype around the person who worked on the doom movie to begin with at Fox, I think that they're like, well, if they all are interested in these movies, the first one will make is Doom. Yeah. I know that people have been throwing out this idea that, like, you should introduce Doom with his own movie and then put him in the MCU. And it's like, no. Mm-hmm. There is still only one villain. Like, Loki gets a Disney Plus series. That's yes. and it And it was, what? Like eight years after his character was introduced in the MCU. Like, I don't know. It's, it's taken and, a while. And no one expected him to take off the way he did. So I don't know if they get the right actor. Maybe Doom does take off. I don't know. And that's the thing. You can't manufacture it. it, it you need it to work. It has but, to happen organically. Yeah. Rusky9110 says, it's probably been said, but do Luther. BVS Luther was the son. Do Cranston as the dad in the 80s? Oh, no. You don't do continuity. You throw that right out the window. No continuity. You got it, which I think, again, the fact that they kind of bungled it so hard with the BVS version of it, I think people might actually be more hungry for that. And again, a Luther movie is an easy layup, too. You do Wolf of Wall Street. You do the movie Wall Street. Oh, all I ever wanted was money and power. And, oh, I grew up in the slums of Metropolis or Smallville, depending. I'm going to come to the city and take it over with money and power and business. Yep. I know I, you, you do. Luther is an easy is an easy movie. You call it Lex. You call it luther you call it the art of the of the businessman something like that like the art of the steel <laughs> yeah the art of the steel basically you make luther almost like a uh, like a documentary mm. where it's about this guy's rise to power and it's a, i would i would actually like push it you know like you could make it a really cool wolf of wall street type movie but you could also do like a kind of almost a like found footage documentary kind of a movie about this I like guy, that. where it's like you you contrast his publicity against the like the Daily Planets and other exposés on Luther. And you, oh, that's smart. And you never reference Superman, or if you do, it's like he's he. It's more like Superman is a scapegoat. He refers to aliens. He doesn't refer to Superman. He refers uh, to like the other, like the like right. like the way that one would re refer to like migrant workers. Or oh, that's or very clever. It's like oh, you know who's keeping me down here, making all this money? Them aliens. I oh, you could even do like a twofer and have the guy doing the documentary on him be Jack Ryder. Right exactly no yeah that way at the very least you got like at least one other character from that universe but you but again you said it i don't know 90s 80s whenever basically i i would think about it in terms of like whenever the like the the first like modern industrial like revolution took place not the industrial revolution but more like when like i i, I want to say the early 80s just because that's when like business films started to become really in fashion absolutely and, uh, you know, the whole, like, Japanese film, like, movie or, uh, business takeover 
the that too. fear, uh, the, the, the corporatization of America, that kind of thing. It would be wonderful, too, to have Luther be there at, like, every moment where you know shit's going to go bad. Like, I was selling junk bonds, and I was here at the real estate crisis, yeah. and I was here at, you know, uh, the, the stock market crash, and all the big important moments in, uh, what is it, business history, Luther was there. I had stakes in Enron. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, that Luther is, like, a representation of corrupt American business. He, he's all of it he's one character man that's that's see that's <laughs> almost too smart a movie for them to make right but that, i love that concept that has to be somebody at, at warner's who's just really really excited and really really wants to make it and they're like all right joker did well now's your chance uh mr roboto angley man bat oof, oof. i don't know if i want angley anywhere near comics anymore it'd be artsy yeah the thing is is kirk langstrom interesting enough no, I don't think so. I think he's, I mean, heck, he's a fourth stringer on Justice League Dark now, and this is maybe the most interesting he's been in a while. Yeah, I, I think that if you were going to make a Man-Bat movie, the trick is just to just to grab a werewolf movie and just, you know, just a modern werewolf it. movie where it's like, I made werewolves in a, in a test tube, but it's a bat. Yeah, that's fine. I could see that. Cam senses can't say uh, can't stay because I'm working, but here's some coin. Thank you very much, Cam. Uh, Scoro, I think it's a toss up between Sony and Warner for who will make the next villain movie. Maybe Carnage for Sony, maybe Lex or Deathstroke for DC. Deathstroke. Oh that yeah, one? that's uh, that's another easy layup there. Do like a John Wick. Do like a <laughs> Taken. Agent badass is pulled back into the line of fire, probably because of his kids, because his kids are pretty big characters. Oh, definitely. I love the idea of a Deathstroke movie. That's and you could do that. That doesn't need to be a gritty, you know, like Oscar grab uh, in its own continuity type movie. You just make Deathstroke. You wouldn't call it the Terminator, though. <laughs> You'd have to no, drop that. No. I think they dropped it, you know, because I think he predates the Terminator too. Like I think he does. He he predates Deadpool and Terminator both times. People think he's the ripoff of both those things. Can we, uh, and like, you get an easy act of that. Who's the dude from, uh, what is it, from Avatar, the general? He plays a general in everything. Oh, the the first general, or do you mean, yeah. Oh, I don't Out know. Again. The Moonstealer? Is that what you mean? Goddamn, why does this game Oh, happening? you're thinking of Avatar, the, the Blue Cats movie. Stephen Lang, I think, is, is the... Is. Yes, Lang, that's the guy. There's there's your death stroke right there. You put an eye patch on him and there, job done. Yeah, no, I think Stephen Lang would be great. Uh, yeah, is he... Is yeah? He wanted to play Cable recently. I think he's still got the chops. I don't want to see a Carnage movie, by the way, Scoro. Oh, you're getting it. I, I better not. I hope it just falls apart. We, Morbius is the key, which thank God it's Morbius. Like if <laughs> if it was Carnage or Venom two, I'd be like, oh man, we're we're screwed. But it's Morbius. If they could make like a Nightwatch movie or you know uh, a Shriek movie, like please just start with Morbius and then and then go down from here. Uh, Matthias Pereira, Kite Man by Tom King. I mean, yeah, that's. I don't want a Kite Man anything, much less a movie. Um, we sure don't. Kite Man is so shallow. It, like, yeah, he's... it's so intentionally deep. I'm like, pass. Totally, tell me about. Has anyone said Rachel Ghoul yet? Because basically, you just retrofit Highlander and say that it's Rache. Yeah, no, no one said. Uh, no one said it yet. Rachel Ghoul is just Saudi Arabia, uh, not Saudi Arabia. Uh, God, what's the word? Uh, Prince? Uh, no, no. Um, Ancient Babylonia, Prince of Persia. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the movie Lawrence of Arabia. Yes, that's all it is. It's just Lawrence of Arabia and Horror. You want you ready for this? Okay. 
So uh, when they make movies, uh, and especially if like there's a big financial risk, sometimes when it comes to like major talent that they get into it, uh, they rope them into like a contract that says you have to write a sequel. E.T. Uh, Steven Spielberg had to make a had to write a sequel, <laughs> um, and the same was true with Gladiator, uh, which you know can't have a sequel, but they wrote one. Oh, where Gladiator goes to hell. Well, Gladiator goes to hell and then, like, lives his life. Like, he he basically is a fighter throughout time. You basically just retrofit the Gladiator 2 script into the Rachel Ghoul movie where it's, like, he's just the same guy over and over again. And each time he's, like, gaining footholds, only instead of him having new lives, it's the same life. Love it. You know, it's just just a big, epic, sweeping immortal, immortality movie where he, as he gets older, he gets crazier. It's almost like there will be blood, but like with with ta- with but longer. I like that. I like that a lot. And you get Lawrence Olivier to play Rachel Gould. <laughs> uh, you'd have to bring him back using uh, using CG because I think he's been dead for like 25, 30 we'll, years. We'll put him in a real Lazarus pit. That's how it'll there you work. Go. Carlos says, uh, hey, also wanted to shout out Joel for Red Hood commentary and making a lot of paperwork easier for me to pass the time. Happy to do it. Nice. Red Hood. That, 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 was, that was my tie-in for Joker. <laughs> Red Hood is happening. You know Red Hood is like inevitable. Uh, uh, I know. I don't I, want it, but I only only if Judd Winnick can write that movie too. Right, Gorgon Fish, Parasite, body horror film like Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. While Clark's mm. in high school, the government stops the bad guy, but experiment experiments on creates the monster Superman. Eventually, a fight as an adult. I'm mm. down. I don't necessarily want that. Again, these are not movies I want to see. These are just movies <laughs> that I movies think they're going to make. make. But the Parasite, the Parasite prequel to Superman, yeah. That, that could, and it's funny, you could make a whole movie out of that, or you could actually condense that into a flashback in a Superman movie. Sure, could. You can make it, like, sp- uh, spliced, like maybe the parasite was a nice guy and befriended a doctor and his wife. Oh, yeah. No, that's how, well, that's how you make it a movie. That's how you make your The Thing reboot or your, you know, whatever. Uh, you have to make it, you know, the, 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 he was the hero of his own story until... Right. Well, what about the Mad Hatter? I don't think they would ever do that one. No, I don't think so. A, I mean, that's like, just too weird. Mad Hatter you could do, but it would be like Joker where it's like, I'm not supposed to sympathize with this protagonist. Like, no. your protag- the ride-along character, the character you are with is Jervis, but your protagonist, or at least the character you sympathize with, is Alice. Like, right. That's the movie you do. It's about this person who's just like who's too smart and he's too obsessed and he's too crazy and he makes like mind control devices. Like it's, it's the kind of movie that costs, you know, like a million dollars, you don't, and you see it like late at night and it's like, this is really, this is some, some human centipede kind of shit. It's, it's a really good setup for like a stalker horror movie, isn't it? Exactly. No, like, but like, like fanatic, you get John Travolta is the mad. Hatter. No, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you're not familiar with Fanatic, by the way, go watch the the trailer. Um, the Iceman, Kite Man, hell yeah! But actually, though, <laughs> but actually, but no. actually, though, I think uh, a, a Captain Cold movie based on the Johns run could be good. Lots oh of path- yeah, lots of pathos. I'm not familiar with Captain Cold's Johns origin. Uh, I, I think it's mostly the same as what it is, you know, abusive dad, sister, and everything there, right. trying to make him the city. Yeah, you could do a Captain Cold movie. Honestly, like, if that's the case, just make a Flash movie with Captain Cold as the villain. Uh, Tevia says, what about Mr. Oz or Vandal Savage? Vandal Savage is another, like, 
you, I would get like Eli Roth to do the Vandal Savage movie. Just like, really, just a really gritty, gross, horrible, like self-important. You know, because Vandal Savage is like, I'm older than dirt, which means I'm important, and it's like that's, it's the most basic interpretation of your superiority. Um, so I'd want like the most basic one-dimensional director to make it. You know what you do? You get Vandal Savage, but you make it a, a, a whole movie based in caveman time, so it's just Vandal as a caveman beating the shit out of other caveman fighting over the meteor. Yeah. I that What is that movie? Oh, God. The uh, 1 million BC or something? Oh, 10,000 10, BC 10,000 BC? Yeah, you make that movie. Just remake that. Yeah, it's just it's, and it's called Savage. Beautiful, amazing. Just uh, Actually, I'm pretty sure Gendy Tartakovsky's making that already. Oh, damn it. Uh, Derek M, have you guys thought about, uh, heard of Earth-27, the fandom DeviantArt using DC characters reimagined using all the collective DC media comics? No. <laughs> I have not. Uh, I'll check it out. Sounds um, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's that's neat. That's a neat idea. I'll check that out. Um, what was it? Uh, Carlos back. Mr. Freeze, played by Grant, Brian Cranston. Everybody loves their Brian Cranston's, man. They really do. He's good, and I love him, and I would actually enjoy him as Mr. Freeze, but I'd rather... Christoph uh, uh, Waltz. Now let's get someone vaguely Eastern European with the name Frice. Exactly. <laughs> um, what's it called? Psycho the Psycho. I'm hoping the Joker's origin in the comics doesn't change to match the movie. Uh, looking at you, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Dude, you're right there with me. Uh, I, I think that DC understands like how important Joker's anonymity is. Right. But I think they will pressure... Azarello to do a Joker 2. Oh, God, help us all. Hey, when's three Jokers coming out? The 12th of Never. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, like, wouldn't it have been smart for three Jokers to be out, I don't know, the same weekend? <sighs> no. Uh, also, also, we're pushing Shazam back again. Why? Because fuck you, that's why. Why? Because look who wrote it. Uh, Dylan Williams, uh, Super Scroll movie. He tries to save his world after learning that Galactus is coming, leading into the Avengers Secret Invasion. Um, uh, for one thing, a Super Scroll movie would be fun. Yeah. Like, especially in the context of what we know, I'd yeah, be okay. Yeah, they're good guys. I'd be okay with um, Talos. Is that his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Becoming the Super Scroll. Uh, interesting. Like. He loses his wife, and he, you know, he just goes, he gets obsessive, and he steals these powers, and, you know, I, I think that's a way to, to also establish the Skrulls as being, like, the sympathetic but still antagonistic race. Like, you could do something with that. But I make it Talos, and, like, lose the, I am now Clert, uh, the mm. Super Skrull, which means super or something, and Skrullese, who cares? There you go. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Cortland Ellis, I got money. Keep up the great work, and hope to see you Saturday. Thank I hope you. to see you, man. Cortland uh, Ellis, say hey. Like if you see me, just say hey. Like whoa, 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 before you go, selfie. Like let me know because you should stop us. Like mm -mm. don't be afraid to do that. Somebody did that at the mall. I was at the mall oh, the other wow. day, and somebody's like, hey, Sal. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. I like Kava, but I'm like, thanks, man. He's like, I gotta go because this is weird, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I appreciate your candor. Uh, <laughs> Keith Blackwell, do you think DC has the has, a, has an equivalent villain that is like Apocalypse for X Men? Yeah, Darkseid. Mm, or Mongol. Or Mongol. Mongol's more appropriate because Darkseid's like a bi a bigger bad, but yeah. Mongol you could do anything with. Mongol I find more of a joke. Like if I see Mongol, I'm like, oh god, what are they trying to do now? With Apocalypse, mm. I'm like, uh oh, some shit's gonna about to go down. Like with 
with Mongol, you could work in the war world, and again, you could just take a gladiator movie and be like, he started as a gladiator Mongol, but then he took over war world. Oh, yeah. No, Mongol, <laughs> Mongol is such a... Like, why would you do that? But you could. Like, technically, mm-hmm. you can make a movie out of anything, but Mongol writes itself about a... a it's literally just Planet Hulk, but, yeah. the, but, but Sakaar moves and you can drive it. Yep. Uh, Pandemonium 93, Sinestro put the guardians in their place. Sinestro is like, yeah, where, well, man, man. It's a dirty cop movie. It's training day. Exactly. Training day, but in space. Uh, I was watching Green Lantern, the movie yesterday. I know you were. Which is horrible. Like, I yeah, remember it seeing it in theaters being like, oh, okay. It's really terrible. It is. That like, movie started my online YouTube comic career. If it wasn't for that movie, there'd probably be no Cape Joel. Wow. It's so uh. bad. Everyone is so stupid, doesn't sure act like are. a person, and says stuff no one says. Oh, yeah. Sinestro, okay, you did it wrong. Like, you introduced Parallax. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then made Sinestro the next bad guy? Yep. Like, at the end, he's like, we gotta use the yellow power of fear. And then they're like, no, look, Green Lantern power is stronger. And Sinestro's like, right on. I'm still gonna do it though. Like what? No. Because my name is Sinestro. Literally, he doesn't. There is no scene where he like because he has a big speech where he's like, "Abin Sur was great," and he picked Hal Jordan. He's great too. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. hope is alive, willpower is strong. Let's do this. And then at the end, he just puts the ring on and he's Sinestro. Like, no. We need a stinger. It's literally just there was no correlation. the The order of events was no. You make Sinestro hopeless in the first movie, and he becomes the villain. Yeah. And then Parallax shows up. Like, that's the move. What the? F- like, how terrible. Uh, anyway. They bungle so many simple things in that movie. It's truly, truly amazing. I, I, I was still amazed that his buddy, the guy who played Pie Face there, is Taiko Watiti, the dude who would go on to make awesome Thor movies. That's funny. I thought he looked familiar. I'm like, who is this? Why does that's he so Taiko Watiti. He funny. barely gets any speaking lines, but he, that's who it is. He is so, he like, that character sucks. Like, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't say anything interesting. He's, like, so uncontributory. It sucks. Um, Rusky says, Man Bat or Grunny should be found footage horror where you barely see either. I love that. I know we just talked about found footage. Now I want to see, like, a Blair Witch, Man Bat, or Grundy movie. That would be so cool. I am so on board for that idea. Because also, 12000 bucks, 24000 bucks, so you can make that movie. I mean, you, you could make that movie, anyone out there watching. That's a great idea. Grundy or Man Bat as a found footage Blair Witch movie, I'm in. That's a Cloverfield yeah. movie. That that makes all the that makes all its money back and then some. I mean, if they're gonna turn the trench into a movie, why not? Exactly. You could make the Man Bat found footage movie for YouTube. Like it's yeah. like you could make it for that cheap. Shit, I think we could make this, Sal. You want to go out to the Pine Barrens in Jersey and we can film <laughs> this shit, like, next week? Screw that. I'm Our studio's in the woods. We'll just shoot here. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Coming soon. Coming soon. Cape Man Bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robbie Miller, off topic, but Scorsese Daredevil would be cool. You know they were going to make one of those. Not Scorsese, but they were working on a, uh, a, a 70s, gr- like, gritty crime Daredevil movie for Fox. And Fox said no. It was this whole pitch. There's actually a trailer that uses, like, footage from Daredevil, but also, and, like, a bunch of Scorsese flicks. But, like, look up 70s Daredevil pitch or something, and you'll see, like, that they almost made that. Uh, Scoro says, I wouldn't mind a Kingpin gangster movie. You practically got one. <laughs> you practically got one in uh, Daredevil, the whole series. Uh, but I would watch a, a, a King... Listen, Kingpin 
would be a really cool movie. Yeah. But you basically like you got his origin in that Daredevil show and it's like so good. I would mm-hmm. I don't want it again. I don't want to ruin it. Agreed. It would be hard to top. I'm surprised no one's mentioned Penguin because I figure a lot of what you could do in a Kingpin movie, you could do in a Penguin movie exactly. too, and also be like, oh, he's the boss tweed of Gotham. You know, it's the Great Gatsby, but with a little fat bird guy. Totally. No, that's what you do. You just grab whatever Kingpin script Sony's batting around, change the names, make a Penguin. Moving on. Bird themed. Uh, Mr. Smart Person, Joker Two into the Jokerverse. Joker meets Lego Joker. I. That's so funny. Sony would do that. I don't see I don't see Warner Brothers doing a, an Into the Joker verse movie, but I think that's so funny. That's such a great joke. Uh, Mr. Roboto, mm-hmm. Amanda Waller or Maria Hill movie, they're evil. Um, Amanda Waller movie, I'm not interested in either of those movies. <laughs> see, again, I think an Amanda Waller movie could shock everyone because you make it like a civil servant movie. Like yeah. she starts off working in the post office, works her way up. Her family is murdered by like, you know, uh, gun violence. So she's like, ah, you know, I'm going to affect, uh, you know, the local politics. So she gets into that and keeps working her way up till eventually she's running like a black ops team of killers. Totally. I think there's something there. Yeah, I think you're right. That's fair. The Mohive Social Club Ventriloquist. I think if you do, okay, Ventriloquist, it's a crime movie. That's a, it, it, maybe it's about like a cop who's trying to take down this mob boss. The reveal is that he's a puppet. Like, that's your ventriloquist movie. Your ventriloquist movie is yeah. it's, it's, it's a straight-laced, real, gritty, horrible, training day type movie where it's like, you know, it's just heavy and dark and scary. It's, but at the end, it's a puppet. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know what you do? You get the lady who directed The Beaver, that Mel Gibson movie, to direct that. <laughs> Uh, Matthias Pereira, he just wants a Dark Avengers movie. Uh, you may well get it one day. You might. Uh, the Iceman won't happen, but an anthology of Red Lantern origins. Belize, Death, Dexter, Atrocitus. End of the movie with a young teenage girl getting a red ring. Um, you may get, like, an animated version of that one day. Like, you might get... If, if DC was smart... Well, I don't know if that's smart or not. But, like, you could make a bunch of like the spectrum movie origins where they're shorts and they just give you the origins of everybody. And then you're like, right. there, here's all the, here's all the, here's all the lanterns and here's all the origins nah. in a quick and dirty animated way of, of, of going about it. Um, I'd like it. I was, uh, Oh, and Rusky says, I don't know which villain I would do, but seven with a DC villain. I mean, most of them could be that uh, Riddler. Tiffany, Tiffany pitched a Riddler movie where Rid- where, uh, where John Doe is Riddler. That yeah, that's that's perfect. And that's the one I was like, oh yeah, I guess that would make sense. That's Good so call. perfect. I'm shocked they haven't already made it. Or you could do like Professor Pig or something too if you wanted to do any of the other Fincher movies. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Chase Eichler, a Panic Room type movie, where a group of gang mm. a group of gangbangers is in a room with someone trying to get in, and then at the end it's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. That's a that's a twist. That feels like something you would read in like an anthology story. Or it would be like a YouTube like fan film. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's an easy fan film to make. Yeah, call it the cave. Yeah, that's such an easy fan film to make. You can make that with way less money. So easy to do. Um, so we we talked a lot about DC characters. We mentioned that like Doctor Doom was an inevitability. A movie that we mentioned that we've never mentioned on this show, but is a movie I read that they almost made is Magneto. 
Yeah, again, that's another one that's just too easy, such a layup. You almost got that in first class because like half of that movie is a Magneto origin movie of him going out and killing Nazi war criminals. Literally, um, first class, all the Magneto stuff is ripped out of the Magneto mo movie script. Because it was good. It was good. Um, the, like the scene where he kills the Germans in Argentina. Uh, is it Argentina? I don't remember. But in any case, it's when he kills the Germans. Um, it's... Yeah, no, that was out of the script. Like, I read Magneto. First class is just... All the Magneto stuff just used from the movie. Um, sure, why not? But I would see that again. I would watch a straight-up Magneto movie. Especially, I think, nowadays, that would play really, really well. Like, hey, Jewish revenge movie. Yeah. Um, Ali Al-Ziadi says, uh, You excited for El Camino or Crisis on, on CW? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely excited for uh, the crisis there. And, oh, yeah, El Camino is that Breaking Bad movie, is it? Yeah, I'll watch that eventually, although I kind of feel like Breaking Bad had a really good ending. <laughs> I don't know if I need any more. Right? Um, yeah, I'll definitely check out Crisis, but I'm not checking out their tie-ins. Because apparently all the shows are getting their own Crisis thing. So. Oh, that's kind of cool. Well, as someone who's more invested in the CW universe than you, that's cool for me. That's exactly right. For me, I'm just like, no, I'm just going to go check out all the cameos and stuff like that's right. what i'm here for i'm this, here for the this, youtube here's the thing. this shit game. might actually get me to watch the arrow show for once right before they ended the damn thing right before they end the damn thing this might actually get me watching because apparently his season is just going to be him running around the multiverse with the anti-monitor okay can you believe that they're ending the show when you could easily just get a new arrow nah i can understand like if if there's if the viewership is still there and you have this, like, big cast of characters. Why not just continue Arrow, but without Steve Amell's Arrow, and just make, like, a girl Arrow, or, like, another... Or Red Arrow becomes Arrow. Like, I don't understand. I think they just exhausted it too much, is the <laughs> thing. I think, like, I think they literally told every story, and I also think they planned to end it a few seasons before they actually did, but came back because there was so much demand. Fair enough. Um... And I'm fine with him going away, too, because that means Batwoman takes his slot. And considering that the Arrow show already used most of the C&D list Batman villains anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see... Um, who's playing Batwoman again? What's her name again? I don't know. Ruby remember. Rose. Uh, did you see... Apparently, she, like, hurt her spine. Yeah, a, she almost a, got crippled. She almost got crippled. And did you see, like, she released a full video... Not a full video, but, like, an edited video of the surgery that she went through? No, I didn't see the surgery video. I think it's on Instagram, but like I watched it. And I'm like, this is really intense. And, uh, yeah. and she was just like, I want you to see like this, the miracle of science and stuff like that. I'm like, that's cool. She's a tough lady. She's a cool lady. Yeah, She's yeah. funny too. She was funny on Orange is the New Black. She was a villain there for a season. Nice. I saw her in the Meg. That's right. She is in that. Yeah. She doesn't get to do much. That movie no. is not very good. But then again, did anyone tell you that the Meg was good? Like, no, I, I mean, it. China thought it was good because it was a Chinese co-production. Was it? I couldn't yes. tell. No, I'm, it was the most. <laughs> a lot, a lot of Chinese money behind that, and you can tell because their tastes are like twenty years behind the times because Jason Statham was the lead in it. Oh, it was just it was it was basically it was like watching. Have you ever seen The Wall or The Great Wall with yes. Matt Damon? Like. I was like, you made a movie in China, and then you shot extra stuff with Matt Damon and Willem Dafoe in it. This is atrocious. Like, this is so egregious. Screw the wall, you. 
the wall is fascinating to me. It's not a good movie, but it's fascinating in like how the politics of movie making around the world has changed. And China's like, no, we want to give Hollywood a run for their money. We also want to tell uniquely Chinese stories, but we want people to see them in other countries. So I guess we need American actors. <laughs> yeah. I. By the way, the the visuals, like I loved how like it, there were those different like groups that were supposed to defend the wall there were like women who descended from ropes and stuff like yeah. that they all different colors i'm like this is cool cool ideas cool ideas this movie is really bad though yeah it's really like it's it's narratively flawed for uh, real but yeah so um by the way really quick like thing i wanted to mention about the like villain movies all these mm -hmm. movies i think would work and i think warner brothers would want to be in their own continuities their own separate things oh yeah but you could Avengers it up by making your Hugo Strange movie where they're all in the same location. <laughs> I, I am recruiting you for the Injustice Initiative. Right? And you're like, that would be, and that's the last time, and then you don't do any more of those. But you're just like, hey, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't even call it the Injustice Initiative. I'm recruiting you for the Secret Society. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're like, What? And you get Joaquin Phoenix paying $2 million. He shows up for one scene. Like, just for him to be like, okay. And you're like, knowing full well, they're never going to make that movie. <laughs> yep. He shows up, shouts his catchphrase, society, then disappears. <laughs> uh, Big G says, Arkham Asylum, A Serious House and Serious Earth. Horror movie would be super Ooh. cool and interesting. That's just a Batman yeah. movie. Yeah, it is. That's just a that's just a, an easy-to-make, amazing-looking, uh, non-marketability Batman oh, yeah. movie. I, I see that story, and I raise you Dan Slott's uh, Arkham Hell on Earth, yes. which is the origin story of Warren White, a.k.a. Great White, a stock criminal who pleads insanity to get sent to Arkham because he thinks it'll be easy, but eventually he ends up going insane, and there's riots, and he becomes a supervillain at the end of it. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that would be that's a more that's an easier to make movie, but I want to see that 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 Grant Morrison flick. Especially yeah. with like with all the Arkham's, with all the Jeremiah Arkham stuff, the the visuals alone, and you could go really, you get really cool with it. Especially if you get like a real director or a Del Toro director. wants to do it. Oh God, Mister um, Roboto, Aobard Thawne, Life in Reverse. Would you watch an Aobard Thawne movie? I think he's such a scumbag. I don't want to see him in anything. It would be a very hard sell, much like Joker. It's like there's nothing redeeming about this guy. Right. Plus, like, is Barry in it? Is he just spending his life, like, giving Barry, like, you know, pantsing Barry and giving wet willies the entire time? Well, that's the final scene. It's him finally going back to kill Barry's mom, and you see him walk through the door at the end, and that's the final scene. Right. Uh, as if Sia helping us out. Thank you very much. And uh, hey. Tevia saying, Forever Evil or Dark Knight's Metal? Dark Knight's Metal will be an animated movie one day. Oh, no doubt. There's no question in my mind. You can adapt to that. You can trim out all the fat and get a Dark Knight's Metal movie. They'd call it something else. Yeah, of course they would. They Maybe, called the Dark Universe. No, it'd be called Batman Dark whatever the hell. It has to be called Batman, Batman something. Into the, into the Dark Universe. Yeah. Batman, yo, this is pretty dark up in here. Right. Uh, a Forever Evil movie was... I feel like a Forever Evil movie was, like, inevitable in the original Snyderverse. Mm. But now, probably not. That would be a hell of a pitch where it's like, look, all we're doing here at DC and Warner Brothers is villain movies now. What if we do villainous doppelgangers of the heroes in a whole other That would be amazing if DC just leaned entirely into what they were doing and just said like, okay, next movie, Crime Syndicate. I know how to make that kind of movie. Yes, as you can see. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, any other villains you wanted to pitch out there before we wrap up? 
Uh, I feel like there's some obvious ones. I'm I know, I know. I, I've always had a soft spot for Bronze Tiger. I always thought there was something you could take. You make it a martial arts movie. I think you're going to see Bronze Tiger in a movie coming up. Oh, really? Is he supposed to be in Suicide Squad, too? I think he's going to be in it. I think right. I think that's who Idris Elba is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense, because obviously he's had one of the longest tenures in there. I think that would be good. I mean, again, people pitched Dark Side before, but that would be really more of like a New Gods Game of Thrones cosmic-y thing. Which they're making. Which they're also making, so it feels like you could possibly get that. Yep. Oh, who are some other villains? Well, Mr. Uh, Smartperson be... says Rogel Czar would be a great movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean... I mean, they, they got to finish it first. Yeah, uh, man, Roglazar, probably one of the best characters created in the past 21st. I'll be, I'm willing to say the, the last two centuries. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, shit, as much as I liked Shazam there, the first half was basically a Savannah movie, Straight wasn't Straight up, it? yep. Uh, Andre, Andre Deidre reminded us about uh, The Rock's Black Adam movie. I don't think that's oh, ever going to yeah. happen. No, but apparently he's still contracted for it, though. Oh, I know. I, I just don't think it's ever going to happen. <laughs> No, no, I guess not. Well, you know, it's going to be hard for him to be Black Adam when he's also running for president of the United States and, you know, going to the moon and all the other things The Rock has on his schedule. That's fair. Heartless Fang, have some money. Thank you very much. Don't mind if I do. Ali Alziati says, uh, off topic, but did you see the the CW Kingdom Come suit? Yes. Uh, if you've not yes. seen it, uh, Brandon Routh, my favorite on-screen Superman in the Kingdom Come Alex Ross Superman suit for the CW Crisis. I'm I'm excited. He looks great. Man, it's so nice that the CW was able to like give Brandon Routh this amazing cosmic do over in so many ways. Um, TV. I'd love to see a movie where Swamp Thing is the villain trying to get his girlfriend back from the Gotham PD, or an Apocalypse New Gods movie. Well, you're gonna get mm. that Apocalypse New Gods. Well, an Apocalypse New Gods movie with a K. Uh, you are gonna get that movie probably unless like it gets too expensive. If Birds of Prey and Joker don't do well. You're not going to see that new that new gods movie. Um, Speaking of swamp thing, I guess you could also very easily do like an Anton Arcane, uh, Louisiana Southern Gothic mad scientist movie. I mean, they already did that show. I feel like a uh, swamp thing is swamp thing did not do well. <laughs> we did it. We tried. We tried. I would love to see that that two parter Batman swamp thing crossover uh, story because it's really cool. Yeah, it is. It's a good one. I don't know if it makes a movie, but it's a really cool comic. Um, but I hear you. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Batman Who Laughs. Oh, my God. Will they finally make Lobo? I feel that's another project they've been sitting on forever for Let's Do a Villain movie. Wasn't Lobo supposed to get, like, a show or something? Yes, out of he the, was uh, before the they canceled show? Krypton. Yes. Right? The Krypton show is apparently also supposed to be involved in the big CW crossover, but they're like... It was supposed to. Then they're like, well, it's already dead, so I guess we don't have to. Good. But meanwhile, I mean, they're bringing back, like, Birds of Prey and Smallville and all these other shows that have been gone for a while. Basically, the plan, I think, is just, like, bring back anybody who will work for scale who, like, isn't doing anything. Hey, Burt Ward, you want to come in and do a thing? You bet. Jiminy Jillikers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, can you believe he's so young? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think a Lobo movie also writes itself. It's, like, easy to do. It's just you take some movie about a try-hard badass like Rhodey and just, like, make it about him in space. Like, yeah. just no. <laughs> what, a, what if we do, like, a Deacon Blackfire movie and we get, like, Rob Zombie to direct it? Oh, yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I have a soft spot for Rob Zombie. I'm not going to lie. I think he'd be able to uh, pound that one out like an afternoon. Oh, he would. I just don't. I just I don't like Rob Zombie's movies. I find them like horrifying. 
but like did not you, in a like entertaining not in a way. fun way yeah. Did you see I tweeted about this that uh, in Red Dead Redemption 2, they got these legendary bounties now that they're rolling out every month. And mm. this month is a gang you have to take down called the Owl Hoot family, which is just clearly Rob Zombie and his friends. <laughs> it's clearly, it's like, I'm like, oh, there's his wife, there's Sid Hag, there's, oh uh, what is it? There's everybody. Yep. Yeah. That's neat. <laughs> and it's so on the nose. I even tweeted at him, I'm like, uh, did Rockstar pay him to use his likeness? Because they literally just took the license of his wife and his <laughs> I, I bet they meh. It, it's 50 50 shot no idea it's legally distinct <laughs> yeah it's got to be 25 percent like distinct from its counterpart i don't know but uh, uh also r.i.p sid hag who passed away I know, just recently I know. That's very, it's very tragic i always um, wanted to meet that dude he was a consummate con circuit guy mm, i yeah that's right i've never met him myself but i, I do recall him being cons um well, with that in mind, I guess we'll just wrap things up here at uh, the Elseworlds Exchange. I want to thank you so much for watching. Listen, if you're watching this show after the fact, uh, in the comments down below, who is your villain that you want to that you want to see? Not who you expect to see, but the, your villain. You're like, I want to see this villain, and 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 maybe if you got a chance, like you know, who's who who you'd want to see make that movie? Because it's not just yeah. enough to be like Green Goblin, but like who's gonna uh, make the Green Goblin movie? Like, right. <laughs> I'd have to know. Uh, Rusky actually mentions uh, in the last uh, bit of um, Super Chats, uh, Court of Owls fights the League of Assassins or Bane for Gotham. That's like a that's like an animated movie or something. Like it the, is. It's, it's, the, the trick is, Joker has a very little barrier to entry. You know, everybody knows who Joker is. Um, it's true. And the, and the rest of the time, it's just a movie about this guy. With the, and he with, has no set in stone origin, so he can't fuck it up too hard. Exactly. So with with respect to like making a movie about this stuff, it's like Court of Owls. What are those? Who are they? What is that? Gotham, not a real city. What is that? What is that? Like who who's in it? Who what are my stakes? League of Assassins, another thing I got to establish and and and, mm. and introduce. Too many working parts. Bane, ah, I got to do that too. Now you could build up to that. You could do a Court of Owls movie. I wouldn't want to watch that, but you could do that. Just make it eyes wide shut. Make it like, here's the new guy who's, you know, being groomed to join the Court of Owls and meets their crazy leadership and their crazy custom. Oh, yeah. And you could and you can go, like, kind of cool with the visuals the way Capullo did when they first introduced him and how it's like, are they, like, where when they when they get all together and they're all, like, frenzied, do they become owls? Like, is that just my imagination? Like, it's getting really scary. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm, I'm sure there's like an Illuminati or cult movie script sitting out there. It's like, cross that out, put owls in there. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you can do that. But um, uh, yeah, so after Joker comes out, we'll definitely catch it and let you know what we thought about it. But that's not for the, until the end of the week, I think. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to, Joel's going to be in London, Ontario. I'm going to be in New York City and I'm not going to pay New York City prices to see a movie. So I'll see that next week. <laughs> <laughs> Same, and I'm like out in the boonies too, so I ain't tracking down a theater until I get back next week. Exactly. But uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, don't forget, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to our channel, click the like button to get notifications. Uh, if you want to see more of this show, go to patreon.com slash compop. You get us bonus show with me and Joel every time we shoot this show. Uh, and uh, so check that out. And of course, if you want to meet us this weekend, go to New York Comic Con on Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. at the Valiant Comics booth, booth number 1635. Uh, we'll be keep selling posters and stickers and signing everything and hanging out with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. And on Saturday, uh, in the DC wing, we'll be meeting up with you at a time to be determined. Follow our social medias to get the 
the updates about that. Uh, and of course, go to if you're in London, Ontario, you're stuck there in Canada, and you can't go anywhere else. You should definitely go to the mm-hmm. con and check out the various <laughs> panels and other uh, uh, you know stuff that Joel is up to. It sounds Ooh, like you have yeah. a very fa- a very packed schedule, man. I do actually, yeah. And all my merch showed up on time for once, so I'm happy about that excellent. as well. Excellent, excellent. Hey, rare opportunity to get some some comic pop or Cape Joel mer- merchandise. So I got pins. <laughs> I got pins. <laughs> <laughs> Big ones. Nice. Like uh, like when Penguin was running for mayor. It's exactly like that. In fact, if I had time, I would have commissioned an artist to be like, vote for Cape Joel in this non-election. <laughs> actually, those would have been great because there's like a municipal Canadian election at the end of the month. So oh. actually, those those would have been perfect. Yeah. Right in candidate Cape Joel. Right. You could have made those little like those cardboard signs that people put on their lawns. Next year. Next year. <laughs> People are like, who's this? Because also, you know, it's green. You know, you have the character and the cape and everything. That'd be fun. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, uh, he hasn't done anything stupid yet, so I guess I'll vote for him. Right. You go to, you get, you get like accidentally invited to the debates. Yeah. Oh, no. You're like, okay, go to youtube.com slash Cape Joel. Bye. That's like in England. uh, What is it? If you are even a write in candidate, you can and do go to the debate. So even if you're a joke candidate, you can get some time in. Hey, that sounds like free publicity to me. For real, yeah. Well, yeah, let me look into the laws on that. Maybe I can be the Lord Buckethead of Canada. There you go. I uh, show up with a real cape and everything, and it's like, first off, Mutant Registration Act is what I, just dumb shit from comics. Everyone gets a Green Lantern ring. Right, exactly. Yeah, people are like, this guy is in, is insane, but uh, I got to tell you, his economic policy is pretty sound. <laughs> he's on it's like so 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 what's this here you're gonna recognize the nation of krakoa that's your first order of business exactly you want to do a you want to do a a, a technology trade with with what xavier who is this (laughs) well you see we need to rebuild canadian wakandan relationships moving forward see this is this is uh this is cape joel's campaign it's all happening right now the seedlings are growing this uh, shit writes itself. Okay, next year, everyone. Yeah, next year in Canada. So, <laughs> thanks a lot for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. So long. Bye-bye.